There's the bell, and that means we're back. Welcome to this episode of SC Charter Chatter, a podcast dedicated to charter schools across South Carolina. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Kevin. We are presented by the Public Charter School Alliance of South Carolina. A really great episode for you today, so let's get to it. Hey, before we get to our guest today, make sure you're registered for this year's 23rd Annual Charter Schools Conference. It's going to be December 6th through 8th on Hilton Head Island. Our theme this year is Celebrating Success, Inspiring Change. It's always a great time to gather charter school supporters and school leaders from across the state. We look forward to seeing you there. A really great show today with our guest, Dr. Carla Brabham from Richland One Middle College, a really unique school that serves 11th and 12th grades. It's on the Beltline campus of Midlands Technical College. Dr. Brabham, thank you for joining SC Charter Chatter. Kevin, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I'm delighted to share this platform with you. Well, I'm excited to share more about Richland One Middle College today and a little bit more about you with our listeners. So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Richland One Middle College has a uniqueness to it. It's not your typical high school. So tell us, how would you describe it to someone unfamiliar with the school? Uh, thank you for that question. Uh, firstly, I would describe it for what it is. It's a public charter high school for grades 11th and 12th, located on the Beltline campus of Midland Technical College. Then I would describe it for what it has been for many students, uh, which is an opportunity um, to maximize their junior and senior year of high school. And they do that through authentic opportunities for dual enrollment, flexible scheduling, and through service learning. And you mentioned it, uh, Richland One Middle College being a charter school here in South Carolina. And Dr. Brabham, a, a veteran educator, share with us what led you to the charter school world and why it's been such a good fit for you. Yes, I, I came to the charter world after 16 years as an educator in a traditional high school. And by many accounts, I was a great teacher and a great leader. Um, but I felt that I always wanted to do something different. So when the teaching opportunity um, became available at ROMC, I investigated the opportunity and applied. And I'm so glad I did. This is year 10 for me um, in the charter world. I really don't see myself going back. <laughs> uh, but if I did, I know I would be so much different and so much better uh, because of what I've learned um, in the charter world. And it has shown me a different side of education that I've grown to appreciate and respect so much. Well, we're glad you're here and we hope that you uh, don't go anywhere and stick around <laughs> at ROMC or any other of our college uh, at our charter schools in South Carolina. So um, you have to stick around. Um, Thank you. <laughs> You guys at, at Richland One Middle College have worked so hard to share your story, and that has really resulted in a positive over 30% increase in enrollment. Tell us about the factors that have contributed to the surge in enrollment. What makes ROMC such an attractive option for students? Well, I, I will start with the factors that contribute in our surge. One, I think having a board who had the wherewithal to realize that ROMC has a great, great bunch of professional and experienced educators. However, none of us are marketing geniuses. <laughs> um, and for them to really allocate the resources that were needed in order for us to advertise our school. Um, they, knew our, they, they knew our school was good. They knew that we had such a good program to offer students, but not enough people knew about ROMC, you know, for it to really 
be subscribed the way that it needed to be uh, subscribed. So which leads me to our second point, which is our relationship and our partnership with Rose Branding. You know, when the board allowed us to um, be able to search for a marketing um, company, Rose stood out because they really took the time to get to know us as a school and what we could offer the community. You know, you know, we even contemplated kind of changing some things and doing some things differently mm-hmm. in order to attract more students. Um, but I, one of the managers said, you know, you don't have to change a thing. You have a good product. And all we have to do is get, you know, to get the right students, the right parents knowing about it, and you're going to have a waiting list. And lo and behold, that was about a year ago. And this summer, we actually had to pause with taking applications because we had already accepted um, the maximum amount of students that we can accept. Um, so I'm really thankful for that partnership um, with Rose Branding. And the third factor, Kevin, that really um, contributes to the surge in enrollment. Because it's one thing to advertise, but it's another thing to deliver. And I believe once those students had an opportunity to apply and really to get a taste of what ROC can mean for them, um, are my faculty and staff really over-delivered on those promises um, that were shared in the advertisements. So those three factors, I believe, contributed to the success in enrollment that we have um, experienced for this year. Well, I congratulate you on what you have there at ROMC, and I think your third point may be the most important because we can all go out and, and create these partnerships to market ourselves and to share, which is very important. Obviously, that's one of the biggest hurdles that charter schools face is just letting folks know like, hey, here's who we are and here's where we are. But if you don't deliver on your product, which is educating students, then you're obviously only going to go so far. So congratulations to you on that delivering the product part. And I think it's just paying off for ROMC. So that's, that's fantastic. You know, I think that kind of leads right into, you know, our next question. ROMC offers a unique program that sets it apart. Uh, Give us some insights into that, to those distinctive qualities of the program that you offer and how they cater to the needs and aspirations of your students. Absolutely. One thing that ROMC offers that is unique is authentic dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of high schools offer dual enrollment, um, you know, because there are a lot of requirements and, 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 and it's, it's such a great opportunity for students in general. But at ROMC, they have an opportunity to uh, experience dual enrollment in a very authentic way. Um, because instead of uh, how some schools have the colleges kind of pushed into the schools, our students are actually immersed um, in the college culture um, because of our partnership with Millers Tech and being able to be housed um, here. So, you know, I guess as they say in real estate, location, location, location <laughs> um, is a magic word. And because we're here and a part of the Millers Tech culture, our students have, have the uh, opportunity to actually matriculate with college students in actual college classes with actual college professors. That's one thing that sets us apart. Another thing about our program that sets us apart is the opportunity that we give our students to do community service. All of our students are required to do 45 hours of community service per academic year. And they're so much better for it. The community is better for it. And one thing it helps the students do, they can volunteer in a career um, that they are thinking about uh, pursuing in the future. 
and being able to get that real world experience. So that that community service, that, that service learning requirement is another thing that makes ROC um, so different and an attractive option for our students. I love that. Um, you know, where we see successful charter schools across our state, we really see them a part of the community. And I love that you guys do that at ROMC. And I think it just pays dividends for your students. They may not like it at first, but I'll bet you they walk away going, that was really cool. I'm glad that I did that. Or they at least gained some experience, some perspective on some things for doing it. So I, I just love that you guys do that for your students and for your community. Absolutely. Absolutely, Kevin. I tell you, um, we have a partnership with the Boys and Gr Girls Club, and we have some students volunteering um, there. And some students who've never thought about being educators before are entertaining the thought um, because of that, that experience and the relationship they built with students um, during that time. And some of the students went on to be hired at the Boys and Girls Club uh, once they have finished their community service. So this is an example of one partnership off of community service learning that has expanded into other areas of students' lives. And so we're so proud of that as well. It's just about creating those partnerships for students, letting them uh, create their own experiences. Um, and you guys are just doing a fantastic job of that down there at uh, Richland One Middle College. So uh, fantastic, awesome. So let's step back just for a second here from Richland One Middle College. And give me your kind of perspective. You've you've been around the charter school space for a long time. You were in the traditional public school setting for a long time. What about charter schools in general do you think attracts students and families? I believe it's about choice. I think it's about being accepted as part of a school community, as part of a school family. And I think those three those two things foster commitment. And I think whenever you make a choice to do something and then, then you're committed, you're committed to seeing it through. You're committed to making it work. So when we form those partnerships with parents and students, um, when they choose to explore the possibility of Richland and Middle College and any other charter, that fosters that bond, um, that, that feeling that we're in this together. Um, that together we're going to not only make the school work, we're going to make it work for every um, student, every family, um, as they, you know, as they go towards their goals. So I think that's the most important thing that I take away from mm -hmm. charter schools that was probably missing um, from my experience at traditional, that idea of choice and the commitment um, to success that that choice brings. And even though they are free, they, we are public schools across the state. They're free. There is no tuition charge, of course, for any public charter school in South Carolina. But those families are invested. They're invested in a choice that they made to come to these schools. And you're right. Uh, there's a little bit more to it. There's a little bit more commitment to it, as you say, from both sides, right? I think there's a little bit more commitment to it from families because they make this choice uh, they probably take a few extra steps to be involved at the school, to get students to school and things like that. But I think there's also the commitment on the other side from the school standpoint. Hey, we're here to see you find success. And whatever that success looks yeah. like for that student, we're going to be here for you, uh, you know, teaching you along the way and, and cultivating um, that experience for you to have success. So I, I think you're exactly right. And that's that's a a really great segue to my next question, of course. Um, 
you and I are advocates, um, probably most of the people listening, advocates for school choice. Um, we know the concept can lead to innovative teaching strategies. So tell us a little bit about how um, ROMC leverage its status as a school of choice to provide a more personalized, engaging learning experience, kind of just like we spoke of um, for its students. Um, one of the things that when when I heard when I uh, heard the question, I thought about um, you know how we began the year. Um, we began the year with what we call success camp, and this year's success, success camp was in in two parts. And it was really the first part was um, workshop style sessions where myself, uh, other educators who are employed at the middle college. We met with students and we told them exactly what they needed to do to be successful. We call our, our successful students bulldogs and good standing or big. <laughs> so we had a session just telling them exactly what they needed to do to experience us here, following the rules, not only attending class, but engaging in class, talking about what engagement looks like. We talked about the community service requirements. Um, we talked about student activities and how to become more involved, not only in the school, but also here at Millis Tech and in your community. So really, really connecting to the part of students that we know that's inside of them, that is screaming, um, that I want to make be successful. I want to have a great life. And really showing them the steps that they can take initially to get to anywhere that they want to go. So I think when we talk about personalized learning experiences, you know, I think when you think about that, size does matter. And I know that charter schools come in all shapes and sizes mm -hmm. um, and modalities. We're here at ROMC, having that ratio where we can connect that small student to staff ratio, where we can connect to each of our students' goals and tap into that from the very beginning and really help them see those things to fruition is one of the things um, that have that has made ROMC um, successful and create those learning experiences that students grow from. Really creating and uh, vocalizing those clear expectations for students. Again, you're walking this path together side by side and um, just having a, a great open dialogue and communication with those students. Uh, I, I just think that uh, really, really speaks volumes for what you have uh, at ROMC, what you guys are doing, being really, really purposeful about how you're doing things with students. And we know that former students, those alumni of ROMC, they speak volumes about the effectiveness of a school's program. So share with us some of the success stories of ROMC alumni and, and how the school's unique programs contributed to their achievements after graduation. You know, there's a saying, and it may be biblical, that talks about you will know a tree by its fruit. Mm -hmm. And at ROMC, we definitely have um, bared some great fruit. A lot of the students come to us because of dual enrollment. So when I think of a student like Eric, who came to us, he was um, age 14. You know, we take 11th, 12th grade, so he had kind of, you know, skipped several grades. Um, Eric graduated at 16, went on to Carolina. By the time he was uh, 2021, had his master's degree and was working for a software company that was um, housed in Mississippi. And Eric is traveling all over the world with that company, making tons of money. Um, but I think about Goler, who finished about a year and a half of college and then transferred to 
um, North Carolina A&T. Goler is working for a power company um, up in New York. And his sister is, is currently a student here. And so when parents trust us twice <laughs> with their students, <laughs> that right. speaks volumes uh, for us. And then I think about, now all of our students take advantage of dual enrollment, but I think about a student, and I refer to her as TC, um, came to us with a GPA that was closer to a 1.0 than a 2.0. Um, she came here, got immersed into the culture for a success. Um, she took um, ASVAB the first time, scored in single digits, committed herself to studying and getting better at it, took it again, increased her score by 37 uh, points, who just finished up her basic training at Fort Jackson um, and is on to begin a career in the military. So when I think about students like that, and success looks different for everybody, and I cannot leave out this example. Um, our very own school counselor, Miss um, Courtney Moody, who is one of the first, she, well, she was in the first graduating class of ROMC, and she's our school counselor. Wow. Um, and she's here really showing students the possibilities of what choosing to come um, to Richland Middle College has done for her and helping students make some of the same choices that she made in order to reach their goals. So there's so many uh, successful alumni stories that I could share. We'll be here all day. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I even think about um, current students. I overheard a, a parent um, picking a student up from a, um, for a doctor's appointment. So when we went to get the student, she didn't want to come. She said, I'm trying to learn algebra too. Uh, I, I don't want to leave. So she talked about, the parent talked about how the student um, loves to come to school you know, wakes up early, want, you know, ready to come to us. Right. And that means so much to us, Bevin, and it makes um, what we're doing um, here worth it. And, and definitely um, being able to see families change um, because, it, because of their experience with us is so important and so uh, exceptional to us. Wow. Those stories are just incredible, um, Carla. I just... It gives me such excitement to hear you share those stories. And I would think for anyone at ROMC to hear those stories and to be reminded of those students who have come through, those students that are there now, and, and what you're helping them become and shaping their lives, that's incredible. And I, I just, uh, that is, that's really great. I wish we had all day so you could share more of those stories like that because those are incredible and just... Um, those do speak volumes and um, congratulations to those students for putting in the work. Um, of course, you know, credit to them, but also credit to, to you and your staff there for um, again, walking alongside them and pushing them and helping them be successful. So um, that's, those are incredible stories. I'm, I'm so happy you shared those. I would like to shout out my staff. They're amazing. I, I tell people all the time, I get a lot of help. <laughs> um, you know, as a principal, um, you know, you realize that you can never um, do this job and it takes everybody. Um, they're on board um, with the vision in terms of what RMC stands for and what it can do for students. So I'm so appreciative of them every day um, for all of their hard work. Absolutely. None of, this, none of us can do this alone. We have to have great teams around us. So absolutely, 100%. Well, ROMC is has been around for a while. This is not a new school, uh, a couple of decades now. 
So um, how has the school evolved over time? What are the lessons that have been learned uh, that have contributed to its growth and to its success? Well, you know, our own state, since you mentioned that, was the first dental college in South Carolina. Um, so we are so excited to be a part of a legacy of, of, of success. With it, upon, upon its inception, it was really on the cutting edge um, in terms of um, technology, you know, the whole concept of one-to-one devices, um, the whole concept of uh, service learning, which was even new to some colleges, you know, back then. So I think doing what works well has contributed to its success and making the necessary adjustments when needed um, has contributed to its success. So basically staying the course, but also being flexible in terms of being able to uh, make changes when necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's look ahead just for a moment. I'll, I like to do this with all of our guests as we, we start to wrap up. So um, what are some of the goals for Richland One Middle College has for its students and, and the school itself as a whole in the next few years, Carla? Definitely looking for some more great alumni stories. <laughs> um, looking, for, um, looking forward to the success of our students um, because that's the best way to measure you know, who we are as a school. I'm looking forward in 2026 having an all-class reunion um, mm. for all of our graduates so we can kind of pull them all together to, so they can share in the success of the school has, that has been around for decades. Looking forward to building more community partnerships for um, that would benefit not only our students but the community as a whole. And definitely continuing our partnerships with our uh, Richmond District 1 and Millis Tech um, in order to keep ROMC around for many more decades. Well, I think you have done just a fantastic job of, of building a program there. Uh, you mentioned it. You don't do this alone. You have a great staff that helps you along the way, uh, that walks side by side with these students. I think, again, you guys are just doing things with such intention that you can't help to be successful. So congratulations on all of that. Thank you, Carla, for taking the time to talk to SC Charter Chatter today. I appreciate everything that you and your staff and your students are doing. Um, congratulations. Keep it up. Uh, we'll continue to be here to support you. And uh, we appreciate you sharing. Thank you so much, Kevin. It was awesome being here. And I love an opportunity to talk about my school. So I'll come back anytime you need. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. That wraps up this episode of SC Charter Chatter. My thanks again to our guest and many thanks to you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to SC Charter Chatter so you don't miss our next episode when we highlight another charter school and charter school leader from around the state. As always, thanks for listening and the all-around support. Be sure and follow us and don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the show. Our email is podcast at sccharterschools.org. You can also share topics or ideas for the show, again, podcast at sccharterschools.org. Be sure and follow us on our socials at sccharterschools, and remember to use the hashtag MyCharterSC. Until next time, I'm Kevin.